0: Hey, hello to you. Once again, it's Jay Hall, and I am here to introduce you and welcome you back to the Shape Up podcast. That's right. And today's episode, we are recording live from Washington, D.C., southeast, that is, at Dr. Lee's Barbershop. As today's episode, we bring you something special as we break down impulsivity and how to handle your emotions in dealing with job day-to-day, relationships, and all-around life. Hosted by therapist Tariq Amari Walton, and it's all for the betterment of mental awareness and mental health, brought to you by Starting With Today. So without further ado, let's get
1: into the Shape Up. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hey, it's good to see so many people in here this morning. Um, my name is Tyreek Omari Walton. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm here with, starting with today, and Charlene Anderson. We come in here once a month to Lee's Shop to do a talk called um, The Shape Up. And so every month we come in here, we talk to folks about mental health and well-being. We talk about emotional stuff. We talk about anything that has to do with your, your basically your mental health. And we've been coming in here since May of 2018. Um, I can't. I don't even know how many times we've been in here yet. We, we stopped counting. We just stopped counting. <laughs> but it seems like this has been a great discussion for a lot of people just to kind of break things down in a way they haven't been able to break them down before, to see themselves in a different way, be able to communicate in ways they haven't been able to communicate before. And we encourage everyone to join in the discussion. I have microphones. Um, we are recording it, just so that you know. But still, don't let that stop you from talking. Um, I want to get feedback from you. We have sheets and dittles for you guys to be able to look at, to be be able to ask questions, answer questions. Um, So it's a very interactive discussion, we'll be doing this for about an hour or so. And so this week what I wanted to do was kind of break down something we talked about before. We really got deep into emotions a while ago. We were talking about, you know, better ways to regulate your emotions, better ways to communicate your emotions, to even recognize what your emotions are. And I want to kind of revisit that a little bit too, but I want to do it from a different place. The one thing that we really don't discuss a lot that's a major issue in our community is our sense of doing things just because we feel like doing it and not recognizing the consequences, being impulsive, jumping into things just because we have a certain feeling or something's going on with us and we're just doing it. And it often gets us into trouble. For example, if you're trying to lose weight but you keep going, <laughs> a couple people looked up when I said that one. But if you try trying to lose weight and you keep going to the chicken shack because you just feel like you want some fried chicken, it's gonna be hard to lose weight. That impulse, really? She, you feeling that, huh? <laughs> I'm talking to her, I'm talking to Charlene on that one. And so that's that impulse. You have, you have this feeling you want something and so you just jump out and do it. Knowing that it's going against the things that you really want to do. You're in a relationship. But you meet somebody who kind of gets your attention right now, and you just jump right into it. A new thing. So now all of a sudden, you know, you're in a situation where, you know, this infidelity pops up, and that wasn't the plan, but that's what you felt like doing. So we want to talk about impulsivity today and how that tends to get us in trouble and where it comes from. What's going on with you at the time that you just jump into something knowing it's going to get you in some kind of trouble? All right? So. Michelle Lynn's gonna pass this around, and if you look on the sheet that's going around, we have a definition of impulsivity, and then just the different feelings that kind of go along with that. So we're we'll gonna look over this together, and then we'll go to the other side. We'll kind of break things down a little bit, ask some more specific questions. Oh. Get some of these folks in the back over here. Impulsivity. Impulse. Like impulses, your impulses. Those impulses we have, so impulsivity. To be impulsive. Here you We have some more we're gonna bring around. <laughs> Got a few more down there. All right, so impulsive. To be impulsive, impulsive. Motivated by emotion rather than thought or logic. Spontaneous actions based on desires, whims, and inclinations. Motivated by emotion rather than thought, meaning you're not thinking about what you're doing. You're going based off of whatever it is you're feeling at that moment. Right now, I want to eat something, so I'm gonna eat this right here, knowing that I'm trying to lose weight. I like that sister over there, so I'm gonna go after it, even though I know I got a woman at home that expects me not to do anything else. I know we can all understand things like that. So you look at that. So you look at the other words that kind of go along with impulsive. Doing things abruptly, being careless, sudden, spontaneous, unthinking, quick, offhand, rash, hasty, emotional, violent, passionate, involuntary. And so what happens a lot of times when we're talking about being impulsive, people talk about, well, I had no control over it. I had no control over you know what I did. Now you had control, you just chose to ignore it. And so let's talk about this a little bit. Flip the sheet over, you look on the other side. And so we have our little questionnaire right here, our little impulsive inventory. We're just gonna go line by line. And so now that we're talking about it, remember the idea that every time we come in here, we don't wanna just give you more questions, we wanna give you some answers too. So we're gonna talk about impulsive behaviors, but then we're gonna break down how you can actually do something about it. So the first one. So being impulsive has impact. All right, let me just tell you how to do this, too, by the way. So you look at the scales, they're 0 to 10. What I want you to do is kind of in your mind, mark down where you fall along these lines. Between 0 and 10. 0 being not at all, 10 being 100% me. This sounds like you 100%. All right? So I'm going to ask you some questions. I want you guys to answer this with me. So for number one, who does this sound like? Being impulsive has impacted my relationships. How many people this sounds familiar for? Being impulsive, we got one person. So, oh, gotta come back here, all right, all right. So being impulsive has impacted my relationships. In what way? How has being impulsive actually impacted your relationships? We got microphones, I can walk around so everyone can hear you. Anybody wanna answer that one? Ah yeah. It's be me. Because you always got good answers, that's why. The question is, how has being impulsive affected your relationships?
2: Or oh, a relationship? Sometimes I could react before I actually think things through. Mm-hmm. So it could come out This is why I'm, this is why <laughs> you didn't give Bo the Mike, because Bo is on the talk so at times i could let bo tell it all the time uh-huh. i react before i think which is not true because i do think sometimes okay focus on your clients.
1: so sometimes
2: we all how about that can think can react before.
1: <laughs> we all have our moments right
2: so i mean i think that i'm learning that now mm-hmm. you know to right. just let things be what they are
1: Think, think, think things through, right? Not just yes. get caught up in the emotion of it, right? Yes. Who else? Oh, come on now, all these people in here, you're telling me that you never had an issue with, oh, here goes another, you never had an issue We are around <laughs> No, <laughs> they are perfect. I'm perfect, Uh-huh, so I mean we're not going to force anybody to talk, but if you do want to talk, hop on in One,
3: two, checker. um <laughs> uh, me honestly I work with all these people in here I'm an emotional creature um, I guess I have to learn to think before I react so sometimes I just get caught up in my wants or disappointment of what I'm not getting and it'll probably come out the wrong way but right. I think it's just sometimes uh, miscommunication or don't know how to express myself or you know, I get caught up in the worldly things like everybody else. Sometimes mm-hmm. I might forget I got a husband or a boyfriend, you know. <laughs> so sometimes we just gotta be strong in mind, right? You know, and just remember we got a purpose, whatever it is, right. and just try to be good. But um, yeah, I be tripping sometimes, and um, I don't know why. And I and I, I'm upset because that is my downfall. Like I get, a, I have a hair trigger attitude, you know, so I'm working
1: on that. Okay, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about some ways to kind of, kind of change that. Anybody else with their relationships? Thank you. And one thing that she said I wanna point out too is the emotion side of it again. This is why we're talking about emotions. This is why we talk about emotions. Not being able to express your emotions. So sometimes because you don't know how to articulate what's going on with you, you act it out. So instead of figuring out, okay, how can I say something to somebody to help them understand what I'm going through, you let your behavior show what you're going through. And that's not always healthy because that doesn't always communicate exactly what you want it to communicate. So let's move on. Numero dos. Being impulsive has impacted my finances. Being impulsive has a- impacted my finances. So how many people out here just go out and spend money like crazy? Knowing you don't have it. Get, crazy, get caught up in your credit cards. Or maybe not that not far. Oh man, we need to talk. <laughs> but for how many of us in here have had issues spending money or doing things impulsively? Buying things, buying a car, knowing you can't afford the payments. Buying a house, knowing you can't afford the payments. Or put yourself in a situation where your finances aren't straight, and still you're doing things that you know are gonna get you in trouble. Zero to 10. Anybody, five maybe. At five, you said you do that time, all the time, all the time. And what kind of trouble is that guy you into? Being late on bills. Like being late on, on bills. Yeah. Uh huh. And then what happens after that?
4: Then I'm, I pay, but my wife won't get
1: on me. <laughs> That's right. See, and that also leads to relationship issues. See how all this is connected? So you're out here being impulsive, spending all your money, and now you gotta worry about your wife getting on you. Ain't got no food in the the fridge because you're out here buying, you know, yeah, you buying side chick on the food. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't me, that was her. (laughs) What else we got? All right. Here's one. Here's a major one. Number three, being impulsive has put me in physical danger. Being impulsive has put me in physical danger. How many people can relate to that? Nope. It's, like the same, it's like the same people over and over again. Only people can admit it. Nobody's been put in physical danger by making impulsive decisions. Somebody step on your shoe, you are ready to fight. That doesn't put you in physical danger? Somebody crashed your car, now you want to chase them down. That doesn't put you in physical danger? You scream on your mate. Because something just happened. And now they strike out and hit you. That doesn't put you in physical danger? Again, this isn't about preaching. This isn't about lecturing. I'm not saying anybody's wrong. I just want you to reflect on the things that are going on with you, the things that kind of get you in trouble over and over again. Wait, wait, who got hands? Who got hands? Who got hands? The hands went away? We got child? Some of this is really hard to admit. Is that what it is? Oh, you? It's gotten you in trouble? You want to talk about it? Tell us about it. When did it get you in trouble?
2: I bully people.
1: You bully people. And why does that happen?
2: Because they bully me first.
1: Okay, so it's a reaction. So you're, he bullies you? And so that gets you in trouble?
2: Yeah.
1: Why? So brother's bullying brothers. that's that's not good. Y'all gotta support each other. Especially when y'all go out there. This is y'all against the world. But it gets you in trouble. How's it gotten you in trouble?
2: Because I
1: keep fighting him. Uh Uh-huh, just your brother or somebody else? Him. Oh, okay, yeah. um, Fellas, that's not gonna work. (laughs) Let me tell you right now, that's one thing my father said, you know, for us, me and my brother growing up, take that back, Is that we gotta make sure that when we step out this house, that y'all always have each other's back. Because no one else out there is gonna be protecting you guys like the way that you guys can protect each other. You know, so y'all need to learn that, even inside the house. Y'all got to look out for each other. That's a whole other conversation. Thank you. All right, number four. Being impulsive has led me to having some legal issues. Now, when I'm talking about legal issues, I'm talking about, you know, with the justice system and everything. Uh-oh, you want to talk about that one? I'll hold the mic for you.
3: I mean, just be able to, you have to be able to walk away. I don't know, a lot of people walk in a different lifestyle, do a lot of different things. So, an attitude could get you in trouble, you know, and you gotta know when to back away. And sometimes you just can't beat everybody.
1: That's you know? true. So, yeah, you definitely can't. So
3: like, you know, you could be, you know, a lot of people, we don't know how people die or whatever, a lot of people get shot and killed. But we gotta just watch ourselves, how we talk to people on the streets, and what we say out
1: our mouths and that's what i'm working on all right we all got some work to do on that and so you think about again things that may happen on the block that you have to react to or you find yourself reacting to and what i miss over there what i miss miss something good and you think about you know how those reactions can get you into trouble but oftentimes because you're reacting, you're not thinking, you're not thinking about the consequences, but we'll get to that a little bit later too. Anybody else have those legal issues, those justice issue systems?
4: I don't, I don't have those, uh, impulsivity issues per se, but, um, Uh working in the criminal justice system, you realize that the majority of people that are locked up aren't nefarious plotters. They're not having these, you know, grand schemes, um, it's just in the moment activities that, that happen to have them locked up. Mm-hmm. And and that that's pretty much the majority of it. You know, why'd you do it? I don't know. And I mean that that's not a defense is I don't know. Yeah, Judge don't want to hear that.
1: But that's the thing. That's the thing that gets us in trouble. Oftentimes, again, all this leads us to trouble. When you are just reacting and responding to something, because that's how you're feeling in the moment, not thinking about what this could lead to or who it can hurt often get you into more trouble than you want to be in. Trust me, you don't want to be locked up for that. Addiction? No, addiction's a whole nother thing. Addiction's like a disease. Addiction, you really can't control yourself. And so with impulsivity, you can actually make it, you're making a decision. You're making a decision to do something as opposed to doing something else. When you're, you may have initially, but after a while, addiction is more, addi- addiction becomes chemical. You don't have control over that anymore. Yeah, you don't have control over that anymore. Huh? <laughs> All right. Well, this goes right into the question. Being consistently impulsive has impacted my health. How many people can relate to that? Being consistently impulsive, whether that's having unprotected sex, whether that's eating stuff you know you shouldn't be eating, because that can happen. Anybody relate to that? <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about that one, huh? Why don't we just stick with food? Then we don't even have to get into the whole other part. What about just the food, you know, eating things you shouldn't eat. Yeah, yeah, we we can relate to that, right? <laughs> Anybody want to talk about their experiences and how that led them into some kind of trouble? As he drinks his smoothie. <laughs> All right bless you. The ladies are holding us down today. What's going on fellas? We caught up in thought what's happening? Are we thinking about, are we feeling bad about our decisions? What's happening? Go ahead, Charlotte.
5: Um, I think for me, I have to be very intentional about my food habits before I leave the day because A, it's not always healthy options available and then I feel like if I start right then I can go throughout the day, but I, that's something I'm learning um, still, but then if I have like an emotional reaction to something, a lot of times I just want to uh, get something fried or chocolate or sweet to just the instant comfort. Right, right. Versus like what's the long-term effects of my goals.
1: Right, and that's the big thing with being impulsive. It's that instant comfort, comfort. You know, whatever you're going through in that moment, you're trying to find relief for it in that moment. You're looking for that instant gratification. That's oftentimes what it is, so whether it's fighting somebody, whether it's hopping to bed with somebody, whether it's eating something you shouldn't be eating, oftentimes it's just about trying to find a way to satisfy that feeling in that moment. Being, finding, what is it? Um, Like I said, instant gratification. Number six, yeah, chicken sandwich, right? Haven't had it yet, but I've heard the stories. And one day, Oh, OK. <laughs> so are you, uh, is it a, a, an impulsive decision to get it? Are you just giving into to that, that desire that you want the chicken sandwich, or are you just hungry? like the whole
6: like impulsive behavior is such a, a negative thing. Like it's, it was exciting. Like I enjoyed it. <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't have to be a negative. Is it that it thing is positive impulsiveness?
1: Yeah, they can be, you know they mean? can be. But again, it's about recognizing the consequences of impulsivity. That's when it becomes negative. So if you're continually doing it and you begin to, your health begins to suffer, that's when it's negative. If you're yeah. doing it just to you know, enjoy the moment, now nah, there's nothing wrong with that. We should all enjoy the moments. Nah, it was, it was
6: getting out of hand, though. <laughs> I agree.
1: So, so that's when it started getting bad, a little bad. Yeah. Right. So here's a big one i think we can touch on this a r- little bit already number six being impulsive has led me to being violent yes <laughs> yes we've all experienced this sometime in our lives even even if he's only 10 years old you've all we've all been through this being impulsive has led me to being violent who has a story I, somebody got to share a story on that one <laughs> Thank you for helping educate folks.
2: So, I work next to Earn, right? Right. And sometimes, he makes me upset, so.
1: How, what does he do to make you upset?
2: I'm not gonna embarrass him, but. No, he, go ahead and embarrass him. He's he's pretty dirty, you know.
6: <laughs> <laughs> he
2: He's a little dirty, and occasionally, I stab him with my shears.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you, Playboy. So occasionally I pick these up from here and I poke them a little bit. You right. Know? So I get a little violent with Ernie sometimes. Right. Of his una- you know. So it's
1: his una- his unnatural. His yes. his, his gas is unnatural. Yes. Well, so it's that bad, huh? It's all, them, it's all them chicken sandwiches? Is that what it is? So she stabs well, don't stab them, please. Don't don't do that. We don't want that kind of violence. But again, people do things to us sometimes, it makes us respond impulsively. Where we do the first we grab the first thing that, that's around us and strike out. Not saying that's a good thing. Gotta be very careful. Because again, the consequences can be much worse than you want them to be. Number seven. I feel the most impulsive when I'm frustrated about something. So now we're getting to like those feelings. And so those times where you are being the most impulsive, the time that you are doing things and just giving into those feelings, the feeling that you have is frustration. How many people can relate to that? Feeling frustrated and now you just wanna do whatever comes next. But what are some other feelings you may have that lead you to becoming impulsive? It looks like you're really excited about something. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, okay.
4: I mean, there's times when you're feeling real good and, and you're just really happy. And so that impulsivity is really easy when you're, when you're excited, you know. Right. Uh, you're, you're on a high, you know, a natural high. And so you're just doing whatever keeps you going on that high. Mm-hmm. So whether it's shopping, whether it's hanging out late at night, I mean, you just you're just excited about life. So, whatever comes, you know that you can keep
1: that high going. You keep doing it. Right. Yeah. So it's not just frustration. Sometimes you just have like, you know, like Aaron was saying, you know, you have that chicken sandwich that you want to have, and so you just give into it because you're feeling good. You're feeling good about it. So you got a little money in your pocket. You want to go spend it. You know that doesn't mean you're frustrated. You just happy you got money in your pocket but you're spinning it in a way that is going to have negative consequences sometimes. And so that's what you're trying to keep in mind. So what are you doing or what are you feeling at the times that you are being the most impulsive? And the reason why I bring that up is because you want to begin to recognize it. In order to be able to change those behaviors, you have to recognize what you're feeling at the time that you're engaging in them. So if you recognize, hey, right now I gotta eat something because not just because I'm hungry, but because I'm being greedy, then keep that in mind.
7: Um, two things that I think about when I think about being impulsive. One is like he said, when I'm really ex- excited about something or um, it's like a, like a you want a quick high, a quick energy rush, like c- it's is coming across the street and you don't have, you don't want to wait. You just right. run in the middle of the car, right. you know? And I see my son, he does the same thing. Or when I'm really angry, like, I'll get really angry, and then I feel like I just got to throw something, Mm
1: -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Anger, frustration, excitement. All these different things feed our sense of impulsivity. Go ahead.
0: Also, was thinking about two things. Like, one, I can be impulsive when it comes to traffic because driving in D.C. is a challenge. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, I'll be upset at the driver even though I was late. And the reason why I'm frustrated is because I'm the one who overslept or I'm the one who took too long to come out of my house. Mm -hmm. But I'm upset at this person who made this left turn. Mm -hmm. And both things probably are true because they probably did make a left turn I wasn't really feeling. (laughs) The other one is that I can be angry and my impulses lead to violence, like you were saying earlier, because of not wanting to be mistaken as soft from my neighborhood. Because if I'm soft then I'm a threat and I can be hurt. So if there's a threat to that, then I instantly want to react. And that's when my impulses take over.
1: That traffic one is real man, I mean think about times you're driving, somebody's driving real slow in front of you and you come up to a light and you know the light's about to change but they're still driving slow and they make them through the light and you're mad because you're about to not make it through the light but you're still running, run the light. That's being impulsive, that's putting yourself in danger.
5: I think for me, like the frustration part um, comes when I feel like I'm not being heard the first time or the second time or the third time. Mm -hmm. And then I get like animated or like feel like I need to throw something or scream or yell to get the attention because I feel like I wasn't heard the first time. That's
1: really frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. feeling unheard. The lack of communication we talked about earlier. All right. Now, let's not take a look at you right now. Let's take a look at people around you. Number eight. There are a lot of impulsive people in my circle and my family. What did you grow up seeing? Did you grow up seeing a lot of people who are really impulsive, just making really bad decisions you know, just based off whatever they are feeling at the moment? There are a lot of impulsive people in my circle and in my family. How many people can relate to that? About friends that are really impulsive. Even if you're not, your friends are. And that might get you in some kind of trouble. Or you're just being observant and watching the things that they're doing and recognizing, I don't want to do that myself. How many of us have those impulsive people around us? A lot.
6: Well, yeah, I have family members that's impulsive, and I have friends that's impulsive. That's why I don't hang with a lot of people anymore. Mm-hmm. I just do my thing and try to keep myself warm. Mm-hmm. And also, another impulsive thing that you could deal with at home or with friends, say like you have a dream mm-hmm. or something that you want to do, and that hits you with something that discourages you. And that's them being impulsive to try to
1: knock you down. Mm -hmm. And you could react in that way impulsively saying, Oh, you this, you that, you ain't nothing. Why you why you saying this about me? Right. Or lash out and fight the person. Mm -hmm. So it's different ways of looking at it. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean that could be an impulsive reaction to to some news you're giving somebody. No, them responding to you in a negative way can just be their impulses. They're uncomfortable with something that you just said. Or they don't want to see you happy. They don't want to see you grow beyond them. Right. And so that's their own impulsive behavior, good one. That's true. We all got those crazy family members. We all have people in our, in our circle who do things without thinking that we constantly tell them, yo, you gotta think about that. I mean, think about those friends who keep going back to their exes because they're just feeling that desire to be with somebody. No one is gonna lead to trouble. And they're gonna come back and complain to you about it. That's impulsive behavior. They're making decisions uh,
6: impulsive, impulsive behavior could be in doing something good too. That's right.
1: Mean, that's what he was saying. That's what yeah, that's what Aaron was saying. Yeah. But like what? For example. I, I
6: got a habit of giving things away. Uh-huh. And so no matter what it is, I'll never charge any of my friends around me. Mm-hmm. And I gave a pickup truck to a guy one day, right? And my customer said, Hey, the next time you got something you want to give away, call me. He told me that you're impulsive.
1: hmm
6: Well, so I guess I am. Yeah. But it's a good thing. It can be.
1: It can be, but it has its limits. Yes, it does. Because you're not giving everything away, right?
6: I never charge it for nothing, but most of the things I I give it away. You know what I'm saying? But you you
1: haven't given away everything you own. Oh. (laughs) 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 Right. You know, so yeah, being impulsive sometimes can be very helpful. I mean, look at somebody, a train's coming down about to hit somebody, and you jump and grab them and save them. That's being impulsive. That's a great thing. So we're not saying being impulsive is necessarily bad, but when it is, when you do have those impulsive behaviors that get you in trouble, are you recognizing it? And that's actually going to the next question. Number nine, I don't consider the potential consequences of my actions when I act on impulse. I don't consider them. I don't consider the consequences. Nope, you don't. But it could be though. Cause you can reckon. Well, we'll get to that next one. Why? Why do you say no?
6: By the time I didn't got that impulsive feeling, I'm, I'm already on autopilot to go do whatever it is I'm doing, not thinking it through. Because when you start thinking it through, you end up talking yourself out of it.
1: Which can be a good thing. Like, like all them chicken it, sandwich, the, the chicken sandwiches, the six chicken sandwich. Excited first. Right.
6: Then I pay for
1: it later. And so that gets into a whole nother point. How many of us are impulsive and act impulsively because there's a sense of excitement behind it?
7: Um, sometimes sometimes I think about the consequences but um, even in an impulse I, I just decide I'll deal with consequences later if they occur. Like so this could this could possibly happen and if it happens we'll deal with it if you know what I mean? Like I'm but when I think about it, then that's when I I may talk myself out of it. Right. Um but if I'm acting on impulse, like I'm, I, I'm usually recognizing that that there is a consequence, but I'm not worried about
1: it. Right. I mean, I remember being a little kid, and I would boost things from you know from the corner store, from the bodegas all the time, you know, because I saw it, I wanted it, and I knew the consequences. But in that moment, I wanted it. Now I saw a lot of people getting caught, that's why I stopped. But those are those moments where you're feeling like, hey, this is what I want, and I'm giving into it, even if you recognize it.
8: I was just gonna say that, like, when you act on the impulse or when you know the consequences, sometimes it's really a rush. Like, Mm -hmm. I know everything that might happen, but I'm gonna do this anyway because maybe I'm in a place where I need something to, like, give me a jolt or, like, push me over an edge or something. So sometimes it's good, but sometimes it's has its consequences still, but it's just like, all right, like she said, I'll worry about it later on. Right.
1: I mean, that's where, when people start having affairs, when they start stepping out in their, in their relationships and their marriages, a lot of that is because of the excitement of it. I can't tell you how many of my clients are here talking about being bored in their relationships, and that's why they stepped out, because they wanted something, they want that old excitement back. Yeah. Well, I'm,
3: not only far as like marriage or stepping out or cheating, but, you know, like my biggest thing I can't for the life of me, I don't understand. And I know this person is bad, but my ex. It's right. so hard to like, you know, and I know, but the, the comfort is good at the moment. But as soon as it's over, it's like,
1: Why would I know, do this? Why? Right. So. Yeah.
3: I don't, even, I don't even have an answer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're going to come up with a few answers. We're
3: going
0: to come up with a few. Oh. Oh. It's getting heavy, right? Right about now, it's time for me to give you a little break just to remind you that you can leave comments in the comment section. If anybody has said something already that's kind of made you say, what the, and no, make sure you write a comment in the comment section. Let your voice be known, because we want you to participate in this conversation. Also, remember to follow starting with today on all social media platforms. You want more details, make sure you check out the link within their bio. Got that? All right, without further ado, let's get back to the shape up.
1: And so that moves into the other part. I've been completely aware of the consequences and still acted impulsively. Yep. Those times where it's like, hey, I know what's gonna happen, but yep. I don't care. I wanna do this, this is what I, is what I want right now. I, don't, I know something negative may come from this, but you know what, this is what I want right now. Yep. Right? It's so satisfying, yes. <laughs> it's so satisfying. exactly. Yes. But in that moment, that moment of gratification can lead to such consequences that you recognize, but don't care. Go, I'll go back again to unprotected sex. Yeah, it feels great in the moment, but what happens nine months later? If you didn't, you know, if things happen the way that nature happens, okay? Now you stuck with somebody you don't even like for that, for some of you, two minutes of pleasure, for some people, hour, whatever, but nonetheless, you know, you don't wanna catch nothing. Yeah, in the moment, yeah, it felt great. Next day, you wonder why, you know, it hurts when you go to the bathroom. That impulsive feeling, yeah, the excitement of it. You recognize the possible consequences, Nonetheless, hey, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to gamble. I'm going to gamble and see what happens and hope everything works out for the best. And the final question, and then we'll get into some things we can do. Number 11, I have learned how to manage my sense of impulsivity over the years. I've actually learned. I've been impulsive in the past, but I've learned how to be less impulsive. How many people can relate to that? That they actually learned how to control that sense of impulsivity. So, can any of, us, can any of us talk about the things that we used to be really impulsive about, but that we learned how to control? Anybody? Anybody? Up. Oh.
4: As a kid, I used to fight all the time. Like, you know, yeah. you s- say my mama, I'm punching in the face. Oh, mama you jokes know. is fun though. What's going on? I mean, on? It don't matter, man. That's my mama. Um, you know disrespect me and punch you in the face. It it, it didn't matter. Right. And then I realized I was fighting out of ego. I wasn't Mm -hmm. fighting out of self defense. I was just I my my emotions were bigger than, you know, my person. Right. So if you offended me in any way, I felt that, you know, you deserve this. Mm -hmm. And um I learned that, you know, it didn't really hurt. It's fine. You know, I'm okay. You weren't in danger. I wasn't in danger. And I learned that, you know, I could, you know, joke back, you know, and then, you know, I grew from
1: there. I'm telling you, man, mama jokes is so much fun. That was like my entire college college experience, just cracking on each other's mamas. Matter of fact, we've just been doing it all week long, too. We still do it. Anybody else? Any other experiences with having grown beyond their impulses?
5: For me, I have gotten more, thanks to um, my BFF, Brittany, who's here, but, like, getting more intentional about, like, what my theme is for the year, what I want to focus on. And so then when opportunities that may seem impulsive, but if they align with what my goals are, then it's kind of like what Dr. Lee was saying. Like, you know, he has already intentional to be giving. That's his already intention. So the fact that whatever he gives away is fine, it's already aligned with who he is. And so same thing with me. Like, if I see opportunity, um, that comes along, then I'm not. It's not impulsive because I premeditated that this is a goal of mine or or something that I'm focusing on this year.
1: There you go. So it fits into the plan. You learn how to control that. Yeah, something oh. No. Dr. Lee, anything? No. Okay. All right. Um, and so what I want to do is you flip that sheet back over real quick. You look on the bottom, and what you have are some different ways to start considering how to become a little bit less impulsive. And so one of the things I work on with my clients all the time is mindfulness. Anybody understand what mindfulness is? Mindfulness. Mindfulness is learning how to be in the moment. Learning how to be completely in the moment. And to do it with a sense of compassion and understanding and love, all right? So, So learning how to be mindful. So recognizing what's actually happening with you in the moment. So when you're feeling impulsive, yeah, you know you wanna do something because it's right there. You have that feeling. But recognize what's going on with you in the moment that's making you feel impulsive. Okay, I got all this money in my pocket, and I'm lying, I don't. But <laughs> but I got all this money in my pocket, I need to spend it. Oh, let me go on this Amazon app. Oh, let me go down the street to the store, because you know, there's something over there I've been wanting knowing I can't really afford it right now. So what's happening with me that I feel impulsive? Is it because I have the money, I just feel like I can do it? Or am I feeling like I've been neglected in some other way? And so recognizing what's really happening with you can be the first step in being able to control what's going on with you. So being able to think through what's going on in a moment, in that moment, so that you're not caught up in it. So in order to be mindful, what you wanna do is you wanna know how to focus your mind, you wanna direct your attention to something more positive, and again, understand how you feel in that moment. Then we talk about emotional regulation. We talked about this before. When you're talking about emotional regulation, it's really about the way that you react. So, like Lawrence was saying, when he was a kid, he's ready to you know fight these guys because of, then talking about his mom or whatever, and, being able to recognize that those feelings or whatever you're feeling in that moment yeah, cool. doesn't really cause for you to have to react a certain way. Okay. So you get upset, and we talked about this before. Say, for example, you're feeling disrespected. you <laughs> feel disrespected. I'm from and, the country. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, I'm from the city, all right. <laughs> but something happens where you're feeling disrespected and instead of communicating that you feel disrespected, you yeah. respond in anger. Yeah but learning how to actually respond in a way that's more appropriate to the situation. That's emotional regulation. Comedy. Distress tolerance. So again, these are all things where we're talking about, about being less impulsive, being less, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he missed the whole show, man, that's what it was. He missed the whole show. But the stress tolerance. So again, when we're talking about the stress tolerance, it's recognizing what's happening with you in the moment and being able to just sit with it. So if you are feeling angry about something, if you are feeling frustrated about something, not allowing that to take you over the edge, being able to sit with that anger or that frustration and let it dissolve naturally, instead of giving in to the impulses you're feeling because of it. So if you're frustrated, it's okay to be frustrated. You can figure out how to be less frustrated by just sitting there for a moment. So just be able to tolerate that sense of discomfort for a moment. You have interpersonal effectiveness, keeping relationships steady, getting what is needed, maintaining your self-respect. That's big. When you're talking about being impulsive, it's easy to lose that respect from yourself and from others. That's why I asked the question about, have you observed friends and family being impulsive? Because that, rec- that actually regulates the way that you approach them, and deal with them, and think about them. If you know your mother's really bad with money, how often are you gonna loan her money? Yeah, but she's just gonna be, sp- yeah, yeah, you have to have boundaries, exactly, you have to have boundaries. You have to have boundaries. So you recognize really quickly that people who are very impulsive, you need to deal with them a certain way. If you got a brother who's very impulsive, you may not test him on a regular basis because he may, he may become violent. That may be some mental health issues too, but whatever. You still are not going to interact with him in a particular way because you know that they are very impulsive. And so you want to be able to see those things in yourself as well. And then finally, walk in the middle path. Learning not everything is black and white, practicing acceptance in the moment. If you are very impulsive, The way that you can deal with that sometimes is not to give totally into it, but not totally resist it either. Seeing that there is a middle way through. That you may be able to buy something for yourself. You got this money in your pocket. You don't have to go out and buy a new car. You might be able to just go and buy a Hubcat. But seeing that there is a middle way. It's not only black and white. I can't totally neglect myself. I can't totally not eat at all, as opposed to getting that chicken sandwich from Popeyes. But maybe I can go get a Subway sandwich something a little bit healthier, you know, without all the extra mayonnaise, huh? And so there is a middle path. If you are feeling impulsive, you can give in to those impulses to a certain extent, but not so much that's gonna get you into trouble. Those are the things you wanna think about as we talk about ways to be less and less impulsive. So what are some ways that you have, like we talked about on the other side, we've talked about, um, was it? Managing that sense of impulsivity what is it that you do to kind of control your impulses now? Because we all have them. We all have our moments where we feel like, you know, something about to pop off or we need something in that moment, but we stop ourselves. So what skills do you have? What do you do in order to be less impulsive? My man said he, he said he prays. Okay, that's one.
4: My mother always said, think before you do things. Right. And I, I, I you know, that's just what she said as a kid. And I didn't realize that is a form of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't have the word for it, but literally I take a moment, take a deep breath. What am I about to do? Am I really about to do this? No, I'm not about to do this. Yep. And so that's
1: how I, you know, handle my impulsivity. This is this whole stoplight thing. And it says in a red light, when it comes to being impulsive, just stop. Stop everything you're doing. Yellow light, consider what's going on. With you is consider what's going on with you in the moment and what you're about to do and the consequences and then on a the green light do something different so stop think and then do something different that's one of the ways you can handle your impulses as well
0: i've gotten to the practice of writing things down so i say to myself if i'm still thinking about it within 24 hours then i actually write it down and actually try to like visually think it through versus just acting on it and it's just a recent practice, but it's helped me a lot with my decision making. How so? Because it makes me, even if I am going to make that decision, I make it in a calculated way. I'm not making it off just what I know at that moment, off right. an emotion. I'm actually thinking it through. Because maybe that impulse was something I do need to act on, but it doesn't mean I need to act on it in that way. Right. So I'm actually, I actually have a strategy how I'm going to do it. And if I sit down and I slow myself down, I might think of a better way to actually go about doing it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a big one too. Being able to strategize. Come at it from a different angle. Do your research. You know, for example, very simple. in terms of relational. So your mate comes home and you approach them, find out how they're doing, they got an attitude, and you think of something that you did, and so now you got an attitude. And so now, you know, a fight begins, and so, you know, it all comes out of nowhere, all of a sudden, it seems like, right? But what if you do a little research? Find out why your mate has that attitude. Find out what happened to to them during the day and why they're feeling that way instead of taking it personal. That way, oh, somebody's testifying over there. But check in with them to make sure that, you know, what's happening isn't about you and you don't have to respond so negatively to it. Dr. Lee.
6: If you check in with them and you constantly check in with the individual that you do care about and respect and they have no response, then what
1: do you do? have to find out why they have no response. Because the big thing is, do they, feel not, do they not feel safe enough to respond to you? Is there something happening in your relationship where they don't feel comfortable enough talking to you about what's going on with them? So it's about exploring that too. Having that conversation, you know, what's going on? You know, I asked you what's happening with you. You never respond. Is that nothing's happening? Or do you not feel comfortable talking to me about it?
6: So the question is, do you not feel comfortable talking to me about it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank
1: you. Yeah, it's a sense of safety. A lot of times it's hard to communicate with your mate if you don't feel safe. You know, the reason why you don't know that your mate is unhappy, other than the way they're moping around the house, is because they can't talk to you about, they don't feel safe talking to you about what's going on with them. They feel like you're going to judge them. It's Sometimes it's yeah, That too, they can be processing. But if they never answer. You got it.
6: Yep. <laughs> no, this is not my mate, this is just a friend. Oh no, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, No, 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 I'm not talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> He's asking for a friend. <laughs> right, we're not judging you at all. I know you not. Not about you, Dr. Lee. I know. It was about And so, you know, are there any other things that we do, anything else that we do that we've learned how to control our impulses? Because it's important. You know, as a kid, it's understandable why you're impulsive because you haven't learned all the consequences yet. But as an adult, we have to know and recognize those consequences.
8: Um, At work, like, I will just type out everything in the email. I won't put the name in the email, but I'll just type it all out and just get all that anger or whatever out. And then I'll go take a walk or, like, Just breathe or like remove myself from the situation. So I have like a moment to just really think about like what just happened. Is this in the best interest of me to like act this way or is it just not worth it for me to even give it any time or energy? So,
1: walking away and calming yourself down is important too. You know, I have to do this for clients all the time because you have very reactive people you know, one person says something, and now they are triggered, and now they want to jump down their throat. That happens all the time in relationships. And so one thing I have to talk to my clients about is learning how to self-soothe, how to calm yourself down in a moment. Just lay with the discomfort a little bit, but not allow yourself to get so caught up in what's happening that you respond in a negative manner. So learning how to calm yourself down so that you put yourself in a better place to respond from a better place.
7: Um, I think one thing that I struggle with is um, the the follow through of so I may do what she says and I may get frustrated or I'm angry and I'll leave mm-hmm. and I'll leave that situation. So I'm not impulsive to go do something impulsive like go to Dollar Tree and spend about forty items. Right. You know what I mean. Right.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> forty dollars. Four dollars plus sex. But that goes in. That goes directly into what we were talking about before. Recognizing what's happening with you in the moment that's making you be, do impulsive things. So you're frustrated at work. You're frustrated about something that happened at work, was making you go out there and do something impulsive. Again, it's about recognizing what's happening with you, and being able to stop yourself from doing something impulsive as the appropriate reaction to whatever it is you're feeling in that moment.
5: I think for me, what I've learned in the last year or so is to really um, use m- yoga and meditation as a tool to self-soothe. Because a lot of times with my frustration ex- external, it's like I'm looking for other people to, like, validate my feelings or, you know, they disappointed me or whatever. And I think yoga just kind of brings it back to, like, what's in my control and releasing everything that's not in my control. And then that way I am uh, have a clear mind to, like, move forward.
1: I'm telling you, meditation is real. Learning how to meditate. We could talk about that sometime in here too, but learning how to meditate, learning how to calm yourself down, and just be so in the moment that nothing else really matters. You got something else? You sure? it be the last word. You got the, one, the last word? All right. All right, guys, that is our time. Thank you so much for participating today. Make sure you check out the um, the Shape Up and starting with today's um, page on Instagram. Oh, okay. Charlie's gonna break it down for you. Thank you guys for your time today. Huh? Any, final. Any, any final thoughts? Any questions? Any final thoughts? Oh, great time, and we we're shutting down now, Tarika. <laughs> <laughs> we can still talk though. But go ahead. Yeah, just think any, final thoughts. any final thoughts? Anybody? All right. Again, thank you guys for participating today. And Charlene's gonna hit you off with a few last words.
5: All right. Thank you all for coming. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you, Dr. Lee, as always, for yeah, being Dr. amazing. Yeah, um, Thanks, crew. The whole the whole team here um just want to let you know save the date the next shape up is going to be november the 16th we're back here at Lee's. hopefully dr lee thank you (laughs) and that conversation will be led by uh lawrence Cosby. if you can raise your hand and the conversation is going to be about knowing your rights and uh framing the conversation around when they see us ava duvernay's uh documentary so you can start thinking about that now um so we can have like a fruitful conversation bringing that in and uh, we look forward to seeing you next month. Y'all be safe.
1: All right, y'all.
0: Woo, good episode, right? Hopefully when you heard this episode, it encourage you to go get the help that you need to learn how to handle your emotions and learn how to handle things in a better light. like to give a big shout out to Dr. Lee's Barbershop located in Washington, D.C., Dr. Lee himself, A bigger ups to therapist Tariq Amari Walton for hosting the session. And unlimited love to Miss Charlotte Anderson, the director and founder of Starting With Today. As usual, we encourage you to leave all comments in the comment section. Somebody says something that kind of sparked your ear you don't agree with or you agree with, leave them below. Also, for more information on the things that Starting With Today does around the DMV, make sure you check out the link within their bio. I'm Jay Hall. You can always follow me on any social media platform at Jay Hall Radio. And as usual, be blessed with successful, and we'll talk to you soon.